She's only on her ninth day, so it's so still gonna be a little deep. They told me it was estrogen. It turns out it was testosterone. <laughs> I was, I was get, wondering I, about the I'm jaw. like, I just think you sound like you have a little stuffy nose. Whatever. Sinus <laughs> infection, babe. <laughs> She's stuffed with testosterone. So we have yet to announce. You put the injection in the wrong hole. Okay. <laughs> uh, so pretend you didn't hear that. <laughs> Baby, let's eat. In the air. Nostril blockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Actually, if you are stuffed up, I do have some nasal spray. Nasal spray, aka cocaine. Blow me while I think I'll be. Nose. I think I'll be okay. Um. So, baby love. <laughs> yeah. We, we just finished recording with Patricia Fields, which may or may not be released before uh. or after this next performer yeah um performer i guess intro let's do an intro yeah, yeah. wow dolls because <laughs> i want to do a different intro i don't want to keep saying dolls. shows in the back shows in the back let's do oh that. you don't want to you don't want to okay it's, is it too much for you now shows in five we do that every time oh this is what I'm, I'm like why not be consistent okay consistency is key cool okay let's do it yeah no we should do we should do Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Baby Tea Brunch on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. We are here at Redacted for the one and only night day of nonstop shows starring the Delphine of Brooklyn, the mystery, the legend, the... the what did I say? Brooklyn. 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 I'll take the whole borough. Yeah, I think you... Isn't it yours? I thought you inherited it. <laughs> Isn't this like, isn't this like a full, the Dolphin of Bushwick. Oh my God. The I Dolphin it, of Bushwick. The Dolphin of Bushwick. Yeah. <laughs> On the ass, that's what they call me. The <laughs> Dolphin. The Dolphin of, of Bushwick. Um, the Dolphin of Bushwick. Listen, honey, I hope you've been stretching because we have a full audition happening. We are talking... Broadway, honey. We are talking a chorus line. We are talking pointed toes and stuffy nose. There is only one pair of heels that you are expected to have, and if you don't have them, Hold on to you, your wigs. you will not be chosen yep. for the dance team. And listen, <laughs> if you don't have a matching red suit, you will not be getting on the wheel, honey. It is the eye, it's called the eye for a reason. Okay? An eye for an eye, a shoe for a shoe. Um, don't come for me unless I call for you, okay? Um, listen, she 
girl. She, I listen. I know English. Dolls, she has been tearing up the scene for decades, and yeah. we're here. We're here to um, let her tell her story as a gift. So um, make sure you swipe up and subscribe to our Patreon. But listen, without further ado, I think we're ready. Are you ready? I, I'm. I'm. I'm as ready as I could be. Oh, and this is when we softly bring in the the violin. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I can I can hear it in my in my head right now. So ladies and gentle thems, please get your dollars out, get your dicks out for the one and only Delphine of Bushwick, the one and only, the diva, the dancing diva of Bushwick Avenue. Please give it up for Tyler Ashley! Clapping for myself. Yes. I was here the whole time uh, during that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think anybody heard you. I don't think anybody I'm heard so you. sorry. We're trying no, to do so. We're trying something new. I mean, it's, you know. I'm down for trying something new. Oh, we know that about you. Yeah. Yes, you know, girl. You, I'm surprised at how quiet you kept it. Mm-hmm. I was letting you do your thing. A good performer knows their time. Yeah. You know. It's all about the entrance. <laughs> the entrance, girl. Trons. Well, it's it's finally time. We have you here. It's yeah. finally time. We have you here at your own house. Yes. <laughs> we have you captive. These poor girls had to come back. Charlene. Joe's yeah. not here cooking fried chicken. Yeah. No Too chicken bad. Tonight. No chicken tonight. Yeah. I ate before they came. Thank oh. you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All they're getting out of me is Negronis if they want one, but... but yeah. What did you call Oh, God. <laughs> our mission statement with this podcast, or our mission is to create a bit of a time capsule of Brooklyn drag and preserve some of the history that up until this point has only really existed orally. An From oral history. Because of Tyler. Mm. Yeah. And um, so we're looking for, we're really looking for orators ah. to, to help um, clear create a clear history or just better understanding of where Brooklyn drag yep. came from. And how you came to it, and and why are you here, and why are you doing this? And we like, want to know the root of the problem. So we're trying, to, <laughs> we're trying to find out where it all began. Totally. Yeah. Where did it go where wrong? Yeah. And why did you do it? Well, I mean, you know, the thing about history is, and what's tough about mm. history books, is that it's yeah. told by the victors. Or you know, yeah, you know. It, so basically, what I'm trying to say is, I can only tell. My own experience, obviously, right. and and how I was interacting with Brooklyn nightlife and uh, drag and mm. um, and and greater greater New York. No, it was like Manhattan and Brooklyn for me. But like, yeah, um, how I came into doing events and then performing and stuff in it. Um, but yeah, I think that's great. Like, because with all these pieces, puzzle pieces from the various people that yeah. you talk to, like, there is some semblance of maybe a more fair and honest and real textbook, history mm, book yeah. chapter on Brooklyn Drive. Yeah, like, <laughs> the fall of the it. Western world. Breast <laughs> yeah. um, world. <laughs> yeah, right? Breast world, yeah. No, I, I mean, I really got into Brooklyn nightlife when I moved here in... Yeah, when you moved here... Yeah. Like, what, like four or five years ago? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, no, I moved here <clears throat> in the. Uh, I got I got into Brooklyn nightlife and drag in like the mid two thousand tens. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that a little. Not- maybe a little bit earlier. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, lie, actually, know? probably, probably, <laughs> yeah, probably two thousand. I moved to Brooklyn in two thousand seven. Okay. And um, really, my first interactions and experiences were just going out. Like I've always loved going out really just for dancing. I never was yeah. a kid going out to like get wasted and definitely get wasted, oh, okay. but not like <laughs> a lot of people, at least in my friend group, like a, a big part of going out was because this is pre apps. Yeah. So a lot of, a, a big thing about going out and it wasn't necessarily cool or regular to do like, Craigslist hookups back right. in the day. So a lot of going out still back then, mm-hmm. which a lot of the young kids don't really understand, is you yeah. really did go to meet people to have sex with, too. It wasn't yeah. just dancing and shows and drinking. It was, like, a place to meet people, to either date or whatever, and also meet people to fuck. Yeah. And so, um, but really for me, I've just, you know, I discovered dance in college, and so shortly thereafter, like both from like just an everyday joy point of view and also then what I was going into professionally mm-hmm. was about dance and movement. And so Wait, th- where where were you in college? What in state? Boston. I went to Emerson Boston. College. Emerson. Yeah. Gee, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is communications and performing arts. Mm-hmm. And they have like a really good film school. They have a journalism really good journalism program. <clears throat> I was a marketing major and I had minors in Dance and photo. What would you do with the minors in dance and photo? Well, so Emerson, Emerson was <laughs> Emerson was really open. So what were you doing I, with those minors, Tyler Ashley. Oh, minors, girl! Oh. I was the minor girl, <laughs> losing my fucking anal virginity in a blackout from some like forty-five year old who brought oh, me to God. the VIP section. You want to see alone in the VIP section? Oh yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Candy Muse in your drink. Yeah. Um, yeah. Candy Muse challenge. In your drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Date rape. No. Oh. Um, I mean... I don't know. I Like I said, I'm a drinker, so he could have, or I could have done it to myself. Yeah. Whatever. And then I was like, leads and musicals and all that, but I was like, oh God, I have to sing about like loving Adelaide and guys and dolls. Yeah. Like Nathan yeah. Detroit is a fucking Fuck Nelly Bottom. Yeah, girl. When all those Fuck men are shooting craps, it's yeah. up his crap. You know yeah. what I mean? Like to me, guys and dolls is like, like fags and the women that make their lives possible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is this a movie I need Guys and Dolls the Musical was my senior show, and I was Nate in Detroit. Pat and I did that in high school. DJP. Anyway, I don't know how we got back to high school, but um, so really my entrance point was just loving going out when I first moved to New York because Boston is such a sleepy city. And so we were talking about this earlier, like, Um, I, like my regular week would be sometimes during the week, maybe a bar in Chelsea with like Mm. a drag show. Um, and who are you watching when? Well, see, 
may the reason why I say maybe a drag show is because actually I was there again. It was focused on like dancing and drinking or whatever. Uh, so I uh, didn't. I wasn't a drag fan yet. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was <laughs> definitely. It was RuPaul, but it was RuPaul. No. No, not even. It was Michelle Visage. Like Peppermint, early Peppermint days at Barracuda. Oh, that was a fierce Um, time. Shaquita. Mm. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, she was late. But then maybe Saturdays, Friday and or Saturdays would be Sugarland and or Metro. Mm. And I know you all have heard about Sugarland, so I don't have to describe that to you. No, describe it. Describe it for the kids. Sugarland was like a shoebox venue that had like not even really a second floor, but like high enough ceilings to have like a little veranda and then this little like lower like um, room also that just kind of had some like dick sucking booths, I guess. But it was pretty skinny (laughs) and it really was at least on Friday and Saturday. There was definitely drag shows there throughout the weekend on like Sunday nights. Um, but it was really about like getting wasted, drunken, dancing and fucking or whatever. So like, um, and then Sunday nights I would consistently go to like, there was this party at the Maritime Hotel and this fierce club that doesn't even exist anymore in the basement where like I'd be on the dance floor with like Jane fucking Fonda. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, shit like that on a Sunday night. And I'm like, uh, that's definitely Jane <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, like, my main go-to was this party called Van Damme. Yes. And it was at the Greenhouse. Uh-huh. And it was Susie. Oh my God, Susan, the Greenhouse. Yeah. And it, it was amazing venue. Like, yeah. the top floor, the main floor. You know, the whole thing was covered in greens. It was like fake uh-huh. shrubbery, but it looked real enough because of the lighting. And then also on the top floor, there were these um, crystal cylinders that came down at different lengths with a crystal ball at the end. Ooh. And since they were all different lengths, it looked like a wave oh, on the top of the ceiling. Cute. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and just had really great DJs. And that was Suzanne Barch and Kenny Kenny. And then Lady Kenny Fag did the lower room, which was then like an uh-huh. earlier version of like kind of what became like 1111. Like oh, dark, yeah. sexy house music. Yeah. Boys mm. sucking dick. But then... Uh, it was kind of like probably, yeah, 2012, 2013, because that's when a lot of parties like Psychic and Culture Whore was doing parties, Rose Mm -hmm. and Boy Wolf and, um, Psychic was, uh, Jody is what she went by most recently, I heard, but at any rate, um... Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, I continued to go out and I started to meet the people that were throwing the parties and producing them and performing at them. And it was Horror Chata that gave me my first like hosting gig at, oh. at her party, Razor 5000. Have uh, you ever heard of this party? Yeah. Yeah. Like this party that she brought in from when she used to do it in yeah. Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which I ultimately love because what Razor 5000 is, is excess. So, like, that completely informed everything that I started to do on my own after that, which 
was probably in 2013 when I started doing rooftop parties here. At your apartment. Yeah, Yeah. on this roof. And (laughs) my goal was to like bring in... I was like, okay, there's all these different clubs. Like the nights were still happening in the city. Like a little bit less. And then there was all these different bars like Metro, TNT, you know. And so I was like... Let I just am friends with so many different people and so many different groups where I was like, okay, what would it look like if for my birthday (laughs) we all, uh, you know, raised a glass to me? But really what it became, and I didn't realize in the moment, but it kind of became like a little mini festival. Like I would Mm. have like 10 to 12 DJs probably um, around the same number of drag performances we had two 60-foot slip-and-slides side-by-side. Oh, yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. And it just became this huge party. And since my birthday's end of July, everyone was there. And it yeah. was, like, gorge. It was just, like, uh, the weather's perfect at the end of July. And uh, it was just one of those things where, like, people were starting, like, fucking mushrooms and I don't know what at, like, 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And, like, Char would close the show. And this was in 2014? That was like 2013 when I started those parties, but there yes. was four of them. And wait, wait, wait! But were you you were you were just a girl on the scene hosting about? That was pre Dauphine. This is yeah, because I'm saying <laughs> that this first is all party, pre- those first two party rooftop parties. This is so just 2000 in every scene, just like the girl who's bopping around that everybody knows. I was hosting some parties. Yeah, I was the drinker girl. Okay. I was I was I was showing butthole and body at the parties. Sure. I was wearing like high high heels, a fuck me dress, slick back hair, and like kind of like kind of like her drag. Yeah, kind of like yeah. tranny real like yeah. a little bit of little bit of like tranny femboy yeah. like you know lingerie yeah, like, little. That. Little mm. dresses. She will. The amount of little dresses I had with heels. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and what is still included in my makeup now, <laughs> but that is much bigger now, but earlier back then, I used to call it the Swedish fish because it was just this. The shape oh. of a Swedish fish. You know, those little uh, right red gummies. Yeah. Like, just like this, a little flare. And now now it's like now, a beta. Now it's, it's like, like the whole, yeah. Now it's, now it's, like, it's, like, it's like wings. Yeah. <laughs> Blackface now. But yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) The worst. Keeping the triangles small. Yeah. 2014 was the first baby tea, which was just a party that I threw at this Ah. all-woman-owned and operated bar on Lower East Side. Mm. And my goal with that was, again, it was similar to the rooftop where I was like, I know all these amazing artists from my day job and my my work as a dancer and like downtown dance and I know all these amazing nightlife people and so I was just like I want them to be like all together like, yeah. and also like bring in their circles like how mixed can we get this how many people can we bring into this right. like um, I want I loved walking up to my roof and having there be like 400 people and I didn't know a lot of them yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> oh my god and yeah. so baby T just kind of started as this like crazy like uh dance party i didn't want shows yeah i just wanted the the point the original point of baby t was who would you want in control of music at a house party so that's who i invited to dj 
So mm. often it was drag queens that had that weren't DJs. Right. But that I, you know, like Sharp. Yeah. Played, it's like the you music know, like. Is, yeah. Playing um, cats. <laughs> <laughs> that was before she really embraced <laughs> that. <laughs> um, and then. <laughs> I'm haunted. Embrace. I'm gonna be haunted. Embrace isn't the word. Embrace shoved down my throat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you like it though. I do. It's great. It's a great work. Um, but then like dancers and, and like visual artists and stuff, so I was like, let's just mix it up. But inevitably that. in that moment, like between me and between whoever the guest was mm. or whoever how the party was, because they were in these intimate little lorry sidebars, like it their shows happened. Yeah. Shows yeah. happened. It yeah. was inevitable. I mean Right? Yeah. You put yeah. Yeah. So, how many fags can you put in how the room did you, until the show happens? How did you get the name Baby T? Oh, like, this is that? a great story. Yeah, this is hilarious. Know I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, and she's wearing the Marie Antoinette wig. Great. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what my first look was? Maybe I really should bring you through the albums. So I, I had feel long like you hair. Should. I had her actually shorter. Your hair is quite long now. I had like hair to I do remember long wavy hair. Okay. I took clip in blonde straight twenty four inch tracks, single pieces. <laughs> and I bought like a pack of like twenty of them. So sometimes I had two packs, sometimes I had one. And I put them <laughs> in my hair. And so it was like my mousy, mousy brownish hair. Moosey. With blonde straight tracks coming out of it. Ew. It was hideous. <laughs> I hate that. I yeah. put that up in the, to, uh, the original Dauphine like Marie Antoinette wig. I and, love that. And so halfway through the party when I was like, yeah, we're fucked up. I would take that off and it was just like, it was such a contrast to what I was giving before that moment. Because I also yeah. had my dear friend Benjamin Kimmich. Mm. he made a different wig every month on that same Marie Antoinette wig. So sometimes there was like babies thrown in it. Sometimes it was like Chinese New Year. Sometimes it was like... Because it is very that. Like, I don't know, like winter theme, like gold stars and snow. It was was tracks glued into your... No, clipped. Clipped into your So like all of the tracks were... Bouffanted into this okay. scenario. The, the, the clips then, were in my hair. And then you I clip it put, into your I head. put a, a top pony. Yeah. I put the Dauphine wig on. Uh, and then that came off. And normally when that came <laughs> off, so did the big... I had like some type of big skirt normally that went with it. And then it was like dance belt and the crazy tracks and my smeared triangles. Wow. It's like hot. So I was like hosting these parties and going to these parties and I'm like, I really want to throw this party. So, you know, I I have a spot. I'm going to bring, you know, dance world, nightlife. I want to get us more together, whatever. And, um, I was, I'm still good friends. I just don't sadly spend enough time with her as as I would like. But Theta Hamill and I at that time were very good friends Mm, and, and both, um, artistically and just socially because, I was making a lot of solo, like, performance art dance work at that time. And Theta did a lot of my music and and scores for those pieces. Mm. And she, I was also talking to her. I was like, so I'm thinking of calling it Tea with the Dauphine. Mm. And she was like, that's stupid. <laughs> she was like, why don't you just, why, why don't you just call it Baby Tea since you're always naked? And I was <laughs> like, 
You know what? That's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. So she named baby naked so as in as in you're naked like a baby's yeah. bottom is naked all the time. Yeah, like not white like, me, white not me. Not like bring your naked babies to my tea. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. But if you need to. There's times where I see videos of performances by friends and mm-hmm. all of you where like I was in the room and I'm like, doesn't translate. No. It's social yeah, media yeah. and video. Um, yeah. and, and I feel that in myself does not translate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, live gathering is like what is holding us all on to some semblance <laughs> of humanity yeah. in a way. It's yeah. like, agreed, you know, you have to be out there spending time with people and whatever that means, like however that manifests mm-hmm. good on you. Yeah. Like, but as far as from like a performance and drag and nightlife perspective, that's kind of like, I would think the number one thing with nightlife is that you are in the room together, uh-huh. person yeah. to person. It's very different than, than video and social media. Though. Yeah. Well, I think that's honestly why Juku and I, I feel like are, have are been... quitting drag. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I mean, honestly, in a way, but, um... No, I think that's why we're so attracted to you and Char because yeah. that like that principle of it. I think we've had like a moment. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there. I mean, for me, it happened a little bit later than you, but like there was just a moment where just it's sort of just like the perf- like this whole social media chase of the whole thing is just so exhausting. It is extremely exhausting, and like it's not it's not what it's about anymore. It's like I'm replying to every story. I'm looking at every video of me. I'm looking at my mentions or tagged, and it's like, mm-hmm. do I? Well, that's why a lot of performers, like not even just in drag, but like also like actors, don't look at like their shit. They don't look at what they've been in because it's like I remember it the way that I remember it. Yeah. And I don't need someone else's depiction of that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to get in that headspace, but also <laughs> me posting is going to keep people coming. So it's like, it's a difficult yeah. It's a thing good to tool balance. to get people there. You know, like yeah. my day job at a dance organization is in communications. And so mm-hmm. my job is to sell tickets and promote the work yep. and the artists and all of that. <clears throat> and it is a it's a strong tool and I love it for that for getting people out to see things mm-hmm. but uh, when I'm there and you know what is recorded after and all or what's posted after yeah. and recorded in the moment or whatever it it, it 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 like I said can be a tool it's not why I'm there yeah yeah exactly um yeah you're not performing for the camera you're performing for the audience right right yeah. Yeah, for that. To create a feeling is, like, the way I yeah. think about it a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, and so with Baby Tea being this party where simultaneously I was spending more time out on Fire Island over those years. Yeah. And Naturally. That's, that's I was like, oh my gosh, like, let's do a Baby Tea here. Uh, Performances make sense here. Yeah. It's a pool party. It's hosted by a couple, a gay couple. And... Between, like, the girls that I was having out and just, like, who ended up coming to Baby Tea and congregating, like, there was, like, more so... Well, I I felt a strong trans presence. Yeah. Maybe that was my own desire. Maybe that was a reflection <laughs> of what I was feeling. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, oh my gosh, like, 
between my day job and who I know there, like through fun- with funders and people that love to give to good causes yeah that's when i started making baby t's fundraisers so Mm. like in the city version i started baby t for t and we had two or three of those and i want to throw a fourth one um and it was it there were performances at that one and there was like you know like a host committee of people or whatever and that was that was a fundraiser and then basically every baby t on fire island from that point became a fundraiser because there's definitely money out there yep and um, everyone in the middle of the summer on a magical island is mm. ready to spend the money, yep. especially for a good cause. So that's kind of where that, uh, you know, phase and arm of the baby mm-hmm. tea moment. Yeah. The baby arm. Yeah. Really took place. That was on my list to yeah. ask. Yeah. Yeah. You're great at this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even need to fucking talk. <laughs> No, 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 we should talk. No, Wait, should, honestly, we, should we take a break no, from our baby no, no, tea no. history? Actually, no, 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 we need to keep going with it. And then we, well, there's going to be segments where we Listen, talk. listen, just... Wait, okay, I want to take a break. When we get back, we are going to talk to Tyler Ashley about her gender identity, yes. when she decided to get the FFS, and yes. how she met Charlene. <laughs> yeah, and, and when she got her tits and why she took them out yeah. after this break. Thank you. G-U-I-C-C. I'm going to scribble out the date on these black and white photos. Fuck yeah. Pull over the car, pull over the car, pull over the car. I'm gonna shit myself. My winch says, too late. Summer wool, overcast glasses, pay meter. Duck feet, where's the pate? If no one can sit properly, hand model. After overacting, I must advertise merchandise here. I think I've expired. Or live in a Gaussian filter. Leopard print hides in foliage. (laughs) Makes no sense. Extra people in the world are walking by. Suck your marrow. Here's some junk balls. You've got a brilliant career for a garbage person. Mmm. Mm, human faces don't move like this. Heck yeah. This is what I get for acting like I tolerated you. Uh, uh, so, um... We were in the middle of a history lesson. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> oh, we're back. We're back. Hey, queens. Shows so, in five. Second, second, second set in five. Second, second set in five. Get your drinks. Get your shots. Raffle tickets. Where's Virgil? Where's Virgil? There's an ATM in the front. No, Virgil's not going to show up until we start shows. Patty Split does have your shirt, but just ask her what size and she will give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patty Split. So I wanted to talk next about... I mean, obviously, Charlene is what? I need to hear the, the ending of the history of Baby T. I thought we did. Girl, no. We there's haven't more. even gotten to the current iteration. Okay, there's more. There's we more talked about Baby the Fire Island I'm, I'm going to speed it up. I'm going to speed it up. <laughs> Don't speed it up. Slow it down. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I, I do think, I do want to share about... Share. The answer is technology. With with going sure. with going back to Fire Island, it is important for me to say, mm. um, during that period of time where I was like going out dancing and I was like hosting those parties and I like started Baby Tea or whatever. A lot of that time overlaps with when I was first invited and brought out to Fire Island, mm. and that's actually where I became a drag fan for specific shows and specific people. 
Let's talk about uh, that. Uh, <clears throat> so, like, for example, <laughs> my... I Maybe it was 2010 or 11. I'm so bad at this. Jackie, you can tell me. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie call in. Please. Jackie, you can tell me if you call in right now. Um, <laughs> but no, I was brought out by this lesbian couple, friends of mine, um... Jackie Carlson danced with Elizabeth Streb, who I was dancing with at the time. That is mm-hmm. such a name. Yeah. And um, her girlfriend had a house in the Grove, Gina Guerin, yes. who was also mm. very much a part of a drag Gina. world. Yep. Gina. And a big supporter and an amazing, lovely human. And mm. she... Um, so I first went out to Fire Island with them, uh, and it always was on Jackie's birthday weekend which was fourth of july which on fire island is the invasion (laughs) right okay and so really where i started going to drag performance parties uh and really being like i'm here to watch the show and like Mm -hmm. yeah drink but i'm not dancing I'm like watching a show and I'm having a great time and I'm tipping and it's like it's about the drag show. Yeah. Really for me started on Fire Island. And so that kind of brings it full circle too in a way. Um, And those are people like um, Logan Hardcore and Dallas Mm. Dubois doing the pool show at at the Ice Palace. That was who at the time and probably still secretly deep down inside still one of my faves that was Bianca Del Rio at of Cherries yeah. that was Tina Burner at Cherries yeah. <laughs> Miss Burner honey she had a Sunday show and I'd be like I'm going home it's Sunday I'm gonna have one frozen Cosmo at Cherries and watch Tina uh-huh. and then I'm gonna go home and where Cherries is located on, on the, in the Grove you see the fairies right there yep. and so then you'd have like Three or four Cosmos. You'd be like, I'll grab the next fairy because they're on the hour. And then you're like, well, there goes the last fairy. (laughs) I technically don't have a place to stay tonight, but it's Marana. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so those, I, I, I do like to say that especially mic work. I mean, like Bianca at Cherries on Fire Island. Are you fucking kidding me? It was... Yeah. It was incredible and it's totally hardcore crush on on Bianca. Yeah. And um she's always been one of my faves. So from from like for me old old school quote unquote favorite. Yeah. Um so that's really where I started and then informed doing these baby tees and this character of mine and like really liking a lot of Mike work and stuff like that. So mm. um, when baby tea got to the point where it was fundraising both on Fire Island and in the city, um, it, it was it was it for me. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is like my dream come true. You know, like yeah. I'm hosting pool parties at at guys at couples homes in the pines yeah where wow. like i got one of the best compliments ever sumner and roy this couple in um fire island pines that's a neighbor to my good friends and supporters michael and morty for years now um said after a baby tea this is what the pines used to be uh, and i was like gag these guys are in their 70s that's so sweet. yeah and i'm like I'm so glad everyone's having a great time and being complimentary here right now that's young or it's their first time out here performing or whatever, but having something like that said, I was like, 
I was like, oh, especially in this period of time where this conversation about like, what is the Pines? What is Fire Island? How is it accessible? How is it not accessible? Uh How is it for people of color? How is it not? How is it for queer trans people? How is it not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was, it felt like it was a nice affirmation for that I'm doing something that is making both a difference in my friends' lives and in my own life and in the mm-hmm. lives of people who have been out there for decades yeah. that, yes, are rich white men with a lot of money in some cases, in a lot of cases, but that um, if the right thing comes along that they connect to that also is this, like, you know, freeing experience and welcoming experience for people who haven't been out there yet to perform. Um, it was clicking in a nice way where I was like, okay, I want to push this further, you know? Yeah. And you did. Not to use this, like, you know, this term, cause I know it's a little, but like almost creating a safe space, like a little haven for people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that any time I had friends out there that it was perfect for them the whole weekend. Sure. I don't, I, I, at least right now, or back then, I wasn't in a position to make it nearly perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I hope that a big, a big step is just, you know, getting out there and doing something and through the experience of the of the party and of the performance and of the weekend like I try to have my guests who perform in baby tea come for the weekend so that mm. they're getting like meals at the houses yeah. they're they're relaxing at the hot tubs and the pools they're going to other parties we're going to tea together we're going to the beach together we're walking the meat rack we're walking the sunken forest together we're having like this great beautiful experience that involves nature yeah. and yeah. culture and sex and yeah. you know rock liber- and, and liberation rock <laughs> and roll drugs or not like yeah. you can completely not do any of those things out there and still have a good time it's just a yeah. magical mystical place and that was me falling in love with Fire Island and me being like okay I've done this baby thing in the city this baby tea thing in the city and now I have this opportunity to expand it into Fire Island and so I want to do that you know yeah, yeah. and so um that was going great, and I then was invited to guest at, at Bazaar Bushwick for the Nobody's Brunch on a Sunday, <laughs> and um, two of the three people that were doing it and organizing it couldn't be there, and so it was just Emmy Great and I. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, it was Lady Barica and mm-hmm. uh, Ariella Talek. Shout out. And Emmy Great. Those were the three, those were the nobodies of the nobodies yeah. doing brunch on Sundays at Bazaar Bushwick. Mm. And so I guessed with Emmy on a Sunday and just had a fucking blast. And it was it was kind of similar around a time. Like I was talking to Patty Spliff and Horror Chata about doing a brunch. I was like, yeah, let's try to do a brunch. But just with every other aspect of doing, like, drag and night nightlife, even if it's a brunch, in uh-huh. Brooklyn is, like, space. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A, uh, it's New York. It's, sorry, I keep burping. It's okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a space issue. Yeah. You know, it's New York. And we just did really well. 
And because uh, I had asked Emmy, like, you know, like, okay, well, what do you normally take home in a day? Because it was, it was, it was, it was what drag brunch typically is, which is two seatings or however many seatings. Yeah. And a couple numbers from each queen, a break, and then the second seating and a couple numbers. Right. And that's, that's not how you roll, girl. Well, <laughs> you, come to find yeah, out. I like found my way very quickly. Yeah. 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 Well, just also, like, you know, obviously this podcast is focused on nightlife and drag, but a, a lot of what I was doing in my contemporary performance world, too, like, I, that was informing a lot of what I was doing and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. And so, as with any creative person in this city, you know, like, yeah. you you take all the information in and you spread it out in the most interesting way that you can. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, from, I'm on all of from, from your, right, from your own yeah, perspective. Exactly. And yeah. with your own pockets of uh, people and uh, like-minded creative thinkers. So it was, um, then, then I was like, okay, so I went to Bazaar and I was like, well, I what about a brunch on a Saturday? And so I started Baby Tea Brunch and um, it started with me just having a get a different guest every month. I think it was a monthly at that point, yeah. Mm-hmm. And because that's what I could commit to with like a day job. And also in that time mm-hmm. is what <laughs> made us start <laughs> to finally start to record. I was hosting Drag Race viewing with Mary Cherry. She invited me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, I have a lot of thanks to like. Chada and Mary and Char and basically just like friends that had already kind of started their own things that then invited me to perform or host or do whatever at their events. Mixed in with me doing the rooftop birthday summer party. So that was kind of like this all an explosion. Yeah, it just yeah, it worked. It It worked. Yeah, and so brunch. I had a couple few guests, a a few months at at the beginning, and then Char was my guest in I think March or something like that. Of (sighs) brunch turns two years with Char in March. Okay. So what's two years ago? Twenty eighteen. Two thousand eighteen is when Baby T Brunch started. Yeah. Wow. And um, I was here for that. Wow. Okay, sorry. Keep yeah. Going. Weird. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that kind of brings us to present day Baby T. But um, Char and I are similar in an interest in duration and. <laughs> Uh, pushing limits um and you know that's what I was like again at the same time like dance wise in my dance world I can't not mention it because like that's when I was working with Elizabeth Streb and launching mm. myself from 40 feet in the air for 30 minutes straight over Which, and over like, again on we, Human yeah. we, we need to post that video on our Instagram because that like, fucking video fuck? <laughs> was like the most like like I like have yeah. never seen that. Yeah, and, no. Like, it was literally just people like jumping, and then falling to their death, and then being like, "I'm up," and then doing it again. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" It's like a crazy. And then also like the eye. What was it called? It was called the eye. The of, human eye. The human eye. The human eye. Because it was. I mean, 
it was the first time that from a performative standpoint in 2012, Elizabeth Streb, this crazy, amazing postmodern choreographer, we were, t- we mentioned Bill T. Jones or we were talking about Bill T. Jones earlier, uh, you know, a, a, a contemporary of his, um, she got her start by being like, what's human flight and why in mm. dance are we so focused on disguising gravity versus working with it and right. then you see it and experience it and what happens when it takes its full hold, you know, like what yeah. happens, what's the landing? Yeah. You know, the flight's beautiful. It's also this thing that can be aspired to, but is it reachable versus the reality is that we're being pulled down to the ground. Exactly. So, like, from both a creative and physical standpoint, she was interested in that. And so, um, yeah, everyone should look at Bill T. Jones, uh, Elizabeth Strep. And, <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, I'd been working in that way as, as far as, like, pushing length of performances and extremity of performances. So you're a pusher. Yeah, I like to. <laughs> people down the stairs and so Char had done this amazing cabaret called 50, 50 songs for 50 states was the name of it where she did <laughs> down in yeah she did down in like uh, at least when I went it was the second summer she did it I think uh, down in South Brooklyn um, is there a South Brooklyn thing called the ho- horseshoe something hor- the horse shit Horseshoe. The horse shit salon. Golden, golden stable. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. I think I know Boots what you're talking saddles. about. Boots and saddles. But yeah. Boots and saddles, girl. But, so she did this duration, and there was like one or two breaks, but basically she did a song for each state. <laughs> what the fuck? And so it was a long ass show. What was, what was, well, she's from Alabama. What was Alabama's? Oh, girl. I don't know. I, Sweet I, I Alabama. Just like blacked out the South, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So she did 50 songs. This bitch is crazy. And so while I'm What like, about Puerto Rico? In like dance world, I'm doing this thing. And then Char's doing this thing in Dragon Nightlife. And then also we were just friends. And at that point, like she was doing Baby T Fire Island. And I was doing Casa Diva. And she was doing the rooftop. And we were just working together yeah. whenever we could. And, um, and so when brunch clicked, you know, that was... You can imagine that was like a magical moment where it's like we there is this element there was more so earlier on it happened it it was a beautiful contemporary art making experience in that like whoever was there those first couple months literally saw us making it up on the spot not knowing what I guess subconsciously knowing our desires yeah and so that's what made the show, but like... You manifested it. We didn't really know, like, on like a d- project description what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't but have we something did, to go off But we of. did. Uh-huh. And so it then became this thing where it's like, I would do a song, she would riff <laughs> on it and do her song. And I'd be like, well, I have something to say about that. Yeah. And then she would have something to say about <laughs> the decision I made. And so it then just naturally became this ping pong between us. And, and of course, with drag and just performance, like, there was a little bit of competitive spirit in there. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to, no, I'm going to outdo you now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's really now how... I'm going to get naked. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to tear my skin No, I'm going to eat your asshole out <laughs> yeah. and don't rain on my parade. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> 
Honestly. Uh, so it it that that I guess brings us to present day baby tea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we and and from that, of course, something else is born, and we have this twenty four hour show that we're getting ready uh, to do in August of this summer. Yeah, it's going to be on Fire Island, and um, I think it really is a it will be a culminating thing for both of our you know, creative journeys, both, you know, just in, as individual artists, but also as people in nightlife and, and, um, people that both love the mic, people that both love to perform and yeah. move, you know, yeah. that also is something that relates to what we were saying with like social media versus live gathering yeah. and all of that. It's like, you know, I really need to just feel that live presence of your movement and not only that, but like your intention and your like commitment, you know? Yeah. And she and I really match and I think um, raise the bar for each other and inspire each other in that way. Completely. Yeah. And so it's great because there's always from from the baby tea beginnings to like now there's always been this trans slant which is dear to my heart and probably my experience as well you yeah. know so it's like I love that trans slant <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it's trans leaning yeah the transatlantic um trans leaning <laughs> oh so um you mentioned 24 hour brunch and I want people to know that this is this is not bullshit. You guys are performing for 24 hours straight. Yeah, I mean, I know, we we all know people in the performance canon who have done 24-hour performances, and some yeah. of them have done 24-hour things where they're actually tr- moving for 24 hours, like a dance pieces for 24 hours, whatever. Um, this will be, you know, I don't think there'll be food served per se. <laughs> at like, <laughs> like past what time? Maybe like craft services. I don't know. Yeah. We've talked about that for ourselves at least. But yeah. like, <laughs> no, this, this will mainly be um, performance suites and mic work. Um, meaning the way that brunch is set up where yeah. we're like yeah, talking currently. for a while or we're performing for a while back and forth. Yeah. So that'll be the setup of it. I imagine at this point, I'm sure we'll learn more and have some, <laughs> you know, moments where there's a different thing happening. But um, yeah, that's the idea for 24 hours. We're it's hoping like crazy. a noon to noon type thing <laughs> on a weekend. And noon to noon, girl. Oh yeah, God. so kind of leading up to... To that for these next six months is there six about five um yeah as you know getting in shape and uh continuing to refine the show as far as like you know set lists and arc and journey goes um and have it be out there where the goal is again to bring out a lot of people that do or don't stay there often um, and bring crowds from both the Pines and Cherry Grove and just give like a fucking show. I will say I'm very experienced. I'm camping out. I'm very excited because it's going to be my first time in Fire Island. 
So it's going to be... If you don't go before. If I don't go before, <laughs> which, you know, we never know. But um, no, that I'm very excited for the time. first summer moment for that. The first time I went to Fire Island was last year where Poppy Juice was doing like a party like on the beach. And it was so crazy because there was like so many brown bodies and queer bodies there. But like somebody came up to me later and was like, oh, like you seem to be having a lot of fun. I was like... Yeah, I'm surrounded by people that look like me. Yeah. Like, I'm having a great time because all I've ever heard about Fire Island was, like, it's, like, white and mask and, like, this and that. And so being there and then, like, not seeing that, I was like, this feels good. And then someone told me, they were like, oh, no, it's never like this. Like, it's always very, like, white and, like, that's that's the vibe, usually. Um, But it was nice being there. Like, I and I hope that, like, they do that again this year because that would be fucking amazing. Well, I think it's spaces like these that really yeah make it accessible. Like, I mean, that's why I haven't gone because I just haven't felt like like know, there was anything like, there for you waiting for you. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. I knew like baby tea and stuff was happening, but like I, I don't know, I was just like couldn't overcome that that trepidation. Right, and also but I'm like, a different woman now. So. Also, like now, I mean, it, it's going to be so much <laughs> harder for you because people are just going to come up to you nonstop. Being like, I just listened to your podcast. and, this can, and, that, and I, can we just say, like, I went to Boots and I literally could not get a moment alone. No. <laughs> it was like nonstop. You've, you've, you're. And people whispering, like, is that baby love? Point. Is that baby love? Tiffany point. Tiffany point. Tiffany The point. Tiffany Jones Sterling point. <laughs> yeah, girl. You, you are that girl. Tyler, am I right? She's that girl. Girl, uh, don't start with me. I she know. is that girl, girl. What did that girl just say, girl? That girl. girl with that thing on her. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, um, my, my personal thing is just like who I know in my personal life yeah. and, um, who I think I would have a good weekend with and that I like value as a performer and yeah. want to get to know more personally. Yeah. So like, obviously the two of you like need to come to Fire Island oh, in mean, summer yeah. with me and do a baby tea. We're going to go fucking you know, raid the so shit out of like, I mean, house, baby girl. tea. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was that baby tea for tea. That was the that was the ultimate irony with naming a baby tea, and then it slowly became and then it trying to faster. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. And my name's Tyler. Yeah. Baby Uh, tea. Baby baby tea. tea, tea, You know. Baby tea for tea. Yeah. Now, Tyler, are you uh, a fully realized woman, or are you still realizing it? (laughs) You know, I really, at least what I've come to most recently, yeah. is that I don't strongly, uh, sometimes I've said I don't strongly identify with either, and sometimes I say that I identify with both, meaning like I don't have a preference. Mm. Um, I respond to and use all of the gender pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Well, your, your um, name is extremely feminine. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, you know, that which the irony is, like, growing up, like, having, you know, on, like, a class roster growing up in a small, like, northern New York, like, all-Americana town, like, farming town, like, seven hours north of the city, like, above yeah. the Adirondacks, St. Lawrence River Valley, oh, realness. Above the Adirondacks, okay. Is, like, <laughs> is... On the uh, roster, it's Ashley Tyler, and then they're like... Right, and, and so, like, like my she? name was the source of and making fun of me as a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, Ashley and or something. I hated my name growing up for right. that reason. Like, yeah. you know? 
And then now I'm like, God, what a good fucking. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. It's, it's not going like, anywhere. I'm like, oh, this is shows. Girl <laughs> yeah. Like, shows BK, honey. Right? Yeah. So. Stupid. Um. So yeah, I would say like I don't like identify with. I think I. I think the point is that I identify with both things, or that I don't mm-hmm. feel. I I feel trans in the way that I. I don't identify as something specific mm. or I'm definitely like female leaning. Right. If we want to bring the leaning back into, yeah. it, you know, Trans-leaning. I've, I've thought about, you know, if Getting that trans. meant that I am quote unquote trans, I think in some way it does. Um, but in like, like a cookie cutter black and white kind of way, probably yeah. not in a way where like, at least right now in my life, I don't have any... What I'm trying to say is, right now in my life, I don't have any desire to, like... Transition. Transition. Right. You know, medically, is that what they say? Chemically? chemically. Yeah, chemically, yeah. medically, whatever. Um, yeah. So the answer is, you're choosing to remain a man. <laughs> <laughs> but you got these... Big old fucking tits, girl. Oh These tits. You don't even bitties. need the tea. Bro, growing up, like if we're talking about growing up in this whole scenario, like <laughs> Ask I, with was the titties, kid, I was girl. the kid that was like, yes, in the swim trunks, but then like I wanted to wear the t-shirt yeah. too to swim in. Yeah. Because of my chest. In the water, like, you I don't need them looking at my titties. But you know, yeah. you know what? More than not, in my sexual experience, and I have a lot of fucking sex. Yes. Yeah. With a lot of fucking people. Yeah. The guy, the, the, the guys, the people, the dicks, mm-hmm. the humans, love. The teats. Love. Love. Yeah. Love. Love. Yes. Love. Mm-hmm. And which, if you think about it, like, even in, like, really mask gay culture, big tits are a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, muscle guys. Even and in, like, mask all that. Oh, it's because we all just fiend for our mom's tits. Yeah. Tea. <laughs> Why do you think bodybuilders Slash want to be it? a mom to give a teat to someone yeah. and some of those big muscle daddies do that. do that. Yeah, they literally are like, put my teat in your mouth. Yeah. Do you guys... Like, and also because I am no, so really. busty. Yeah. Busty? That's busty boobs. Is that old? No. no, busty is perfect. Yeah, but... Busty. They're like, they're like, Busty they boots, think girl. like that my tits are sensitive, so they're like so go, ripping Ow. and sucking or whatever, and you I'm go, like, oh. I, I just redirect them. <laughs> I, yeah, oh. not even. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, but for the fantasy, you just go. Ooh. No, for Be the careful. fantasy, regardless, oh. I just redirect them to the hole. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, go to the source <laughs> I'm of the sensitivity. Fledged, <laughs> mega bottom. So this I is. I've heard this about you. Um, wait, do you ever let do you ever let guys just put their dick between your tits? Between your busties? Oh, I I haven't had that a lot. So that they can like come on your chin. No, I mean I definitely get facials and like swallow, but no, I I have I haven't had a lot of the titty fucking. Okay. I mean also though, like the way that I like to fuck. My titties aren't really near your dick. Right. Ever, probably. Or for too long anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. do the reach around to get the tea. But yeah, we've been yeah. talking about this idea of like, like, Shar's a proponent. I think it's slowly catching on in the community. Like, bottom being a, a gender identity. <laughs> oh You're God. an idiot. 
<laughs> well, drag queen is a gender identity now in New York, I think. What? Drag queen. Girl, what? A what girl? do you mean in New York? Like on the a world? fucking license? Like, I don't know, like on like the bill. On a census? On like, in like the law. <laughs> <laughs> on a bill. In the law, I don't know. It's in like the a law? Thing. Yeah, there's like 30 something gender IDs That's and offensive. drag queen is one of them. And I'm like, Ooh. what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm all for specificity. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's true. That's true. No one, no one, no drag queen left behind. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, fuck. If that Maybe were we could true. leave a few of them behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the ones that ask for your mixes. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I, I think from like a young age and like growing up and now doing what I do and like trying to figure it out and, and, curious about putting words and labels but also not and just going back to that kind of live experience with one another and yeah i know my face looks crazy and i know that like your face doesn't look crazy well it looks crazier than like i mean in like compared to someone with eyebrows no i mean she's compared about, to what she's talking about her drag race drag culture face. yeah oh. drag face not this oh, face oh i thought you were talking <laughs> This face, girl. This looks pretty. My general, my my basic face looks pretty basic. I'm like, <laughs> you look fine to me, girl. The the nose spray's kicking in. Yes, fast. it reached her. <laughs> She's brain. mixing it with a hibiscus lacroix honey party. <laughs> so your face is fucking crazy. I just think it's. I'm. I'm just trying to. What are you uh, trying to do? Just say medically transition. I just, I just want those. Melodies. You know, for, uh, if, if I was thinking about this, if I have to look at people that are older than me, that maybe I identify with in my in my drag like nightlife performance and like performance styles, like yes, like I've said, I take inspiration from my girlfriends, my cohorts. As well as those drag queens that like first made me like really addicted to a drag show on Fire Island. Yeah. But also it's like Justin Vivian Bond, Joey Arias, mm. like mm. um, you know, queens like that mm. where there's definitely an element of drag, there's definitely transness, and there's yeah. definitely um an avoidance of definition. Yeah. Like and that creatively also is interesting for me. I want you to have a good time because what I'm doing as another person, regardless of everything, is for some reason worthy and interesting for you to watch yeah. and experience yeah. and interact with. And then there's all this other stuff that just makes it that much more ridiculous or entertaining <laughs> intriguing. or intriguing yeah. or something yeah. to something to look at, yeah. you know, like I was watching Marie Antoinette, the Sofia Coppola version, mm. which Ugh. a lot of people hate on because I love it. They're women haters and <laughs> they're feminists. And and I and there Scarlett was a scene, there was a scene where um you know, Marie Antoinette was Austrian and mm. Marie Antoinette was a man. I, I bet they didn't tell you that in school. <laughs> 
Marie Antoinette. Why do you think she never had sex with that guy? Marie Internet. He was gay. <laughs> Marie Louis the 14th was gay. I know, I know. Yeah. Anyway, so... You fucked yeah. him. <laughs> there was this scene well, where, like, yeah. the mo- where her mother from Austria is writing her this letter, and she's like... She's yep. like, this is not a, a said deal. If you don't produce yep. an heir, they could send you back to Austria. Don't Get fuck pregnant, up this. Bitch. Don't fuck up this political alliance for yeah. us. The pressure's yeah. on. And I was like drinking like sparkling rosé with my friend Ben, who did all the hair pieces. And Shut I like, up! And I was like, Shut up! Yeah, that's why I did that whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing was because of the thing. Yeah, yeah. because of that movie. Yeah, boots. You and me both, baby. Girl. And I turned to him and I was like... Ben, you will be dealt with, period, period. She goes... <laughs> the mother goes, you are the Dauphine of France. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then continues on the thing. And I turned to Ben and I'm like, I'm the Dauphine of France. <laughs> I was like, I was like under pressure to like make something as like an artist. I was like young. I was like, I want to have babies inside of me. I just don't know how. Like I wasn't yeah. a good bottom then. Like, there was all these compounding things. I was like, I'm the Dauphine of Bushwick. I have all this shit I need to get done in order to make it. And in, order to, in order to secure the political alliance. Yes. Oh my god, it's So that's where Dauphine comes from. Bitch! <laughs> this is so crazy. Literally, what when this we talked about on our first podcast something I was proud of, we talked about the gay letter thing, and I was like I asked her why she was. She wouldn't answer. <laughs> no, but I, you're fucking cut. No, but I was like, I was like the only thing I could think of when they said the theme was flowers. was like Marie Internet, giant giant fucking flowers birdcage boo, boo, boo. I want candy I had a birdcage with a bird with rhinestone eyes in it oh girl I showed up and they were like what I remember seeing it I was like <laughs> she will be I was dealt like, with I was like I like her <laughs> but who is she and does she need it back <laughs> No, literally, I was like, I was literally still no one, and they asked me, to, but I was just like, this is the only thing. I can no, do. and that also those images are so, so stunning. But that in that movie, movie, that movie, I have like is. a set of movies that I've bought on iTunes because yeah. I'm like, these oh. are just things I need. iTunes on, DVD. So yeah, I just like need them available to me, and that is one of them. Right. Because just like uh, as a little child Kristen watching it, I was like, it. well, and that whole point of that movie is <sighs> her finding herself. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. and she's thrown into all this like royalty and riches and glam. And like uh-huh. when you're a baby drag queen, like maybe there's some semblance of that. Like, uh-huh. okay, I have all of this. I have like a nice group of people around me, meaning people that are similarly interested in this. Yeah. And I gotta fucking I have to turn it out. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get pregnant with the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to give birth to a baby. Do you know what I mean? Wow. And you both did that. Yeah. I'm that's so waiting. crazy. I'm dead. Yeah. Wow. So that's so after that was the whole tea with Dauphine, Ham being like, no, baby tea, you're always naked like a baby. Uh-huh. It's all Gag. it's all it's I'm all dead. baby like, tea, baby trans. <laughs> baby tea, baby Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's all wow. there. Yeah, none of that. It's so you know, weird. It, it's it's funny how unless you really know that those details about like where names come from, yeah. you have an idea. Like, is there an overlap? Yeah, there was. There always is. <laughs> yeah, it was like we both watched that movie and realized something about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fucking totally. full on. Yeah, gag, and then to the point which I did. 
I had a I had a party at the Rosemont, and I wore a giant gown that I had made, Marie Antoinette gown. You made it, and I uh huh, and I performed Vogue because hello, but I mixed it with the Devil Wears Prada, and I was like cerulean because I was wearing a cerulean dress, and I wore the hair. I remember you and doing nobody this. understood. <laughs> Any of it. it was also a Saturday at the Rosemont, though. Right, but I have my own agenda. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, and you're like, you, you know what I mean? To it. Exactly, so I was just like, I, it needs to be said you hold on for to myself. It. But that's so funny. Wow. Kill me. <sighs> yeah, wow. girl. I mean, before I, around that same time that I started doing Baby Tea, I should say, like, as far as like just sharing people that helped uplift me and believed in me was um, this uh, drag group and monthly performance party called Ritual, which was at a restaurant bar Uh venue here in Bushwick. And um, around that same time that the Dauphine thing happened, it was uh, like... B. Calla Bradley Callahan was mm-hmm. like the DJ. It was <laughs> Manifestiny Squirts. It was Boy Georgia. It was Chris <laughs> of Her. And it Chris was this her. amazing angel sweetheart. Incredible performer and dancer. And still to this day, one of my favorite drag names ever, Annie Witchway from <laughs> Philly. Love. And that was the group, and they invited me to join them. And then that was, that was like, after I did the rooftop party one year, I had to go to a wedding the next day. Well, I had to get up drunk, pick up the fucking, like, 20 bags of eight-gallon bag garbage. Yeah, and bring it down. And then I had to go to a wedding, and then I went there, and I was out of face, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to turn my suit jacket backwards and I'm doing Celine Dion Power of Love for the first time. And on that night, which I will age myself finally for this fucking podcast, for this story, it was my 30th birthday and that night I cracked my head open on the floor (gasps) during that performance. Is that why your hair is blonde now? What? It was blonde before that. Oh. (laughs) But do you see this? But is that why there are roots? Oh. I had 12 stitches. I, you know, How did that happen? I've never seen I it until today. I went down to the ground once and I like kind of hit my head uh. a little bit. And then like I was doing this crazy thing or whatever. And it was my 30th birthday weekend. Yeah. I had been drinking all weekend and yeah. went to a wedding. True. And was exhausted and was doing the power of love for the first time that yeah. I wanted to do forever. <laughs> Meanwhile, like three minutes earlier before I cracked my head open, I'm like on the bar doing the per- most perfect arabesque I've ever done in my life in like a backwards suit. Uh. Everything. And um, <laughs> Char performed that night. She thought she had the best number, and then I cracked my head open. Ah! <laughs> we love a reveal. <laughs> yeah, Bradley and always Leon one upping each other, girl. Fucking yeah. ER, and like, and it was so crazy because they it's had cool, they had a they had a theme every month for that party, and because we moved venues. The April one got skipped, so they never got to do their 420 theme. Oh, and so. At the beginning of every ritual, there was this group dancing where we normally took shots. But that one, mind you, I wasn't there yet because I was running late from a wedding. They all did edibles. And the whole audience did edibles. And so by the time I get there for second set, I'm doing this number. And I crack my head open on the concrete floor and I stand up. 
<laughs> and people oh will tell you, like, Rose Dami was there and someone next to her was like, oh my God, the makeup. But really, it's just <laughs> actually my skull <laughs> with a quarter size, half dollar size <gasps> slot uh. that was pulsing out blood as I finished <gasps> Power of Love. <laughs> Oh my God. And I remember I was like, I, I was just like so fucking like, I was like so elated and like I had that and it hurt, but I was also drunk. It was my birthday weekend, whatever. And I remember like it was the end of the song and I was just like killing it and everyone's like looking at me like can't figure out what's happening. And like, and you're like there was no, this I'm one really clip light with the light and all I see is Andy Witchway's <laughs> head come into the light and she goes, she grabs my hand and she gets close <gasps> to my face and she goes, you have to stop. <laughs> and I was like, I was like shaking my head, yes, and like, like I'm gonna pass. Out. As you're spraying her with blood, <laughs> and oh, then I go to the fire emergency it. room and get twelve stitches. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Ooh. Um, and then that bushwig after that was the first time I did River Deep Mountain High, which is the mm-hmm. cover of obviously. Tina and Ike mm-hmm. and um, that's still to this day one probably one of my top numbers to perform but yeah that was that and that was the and that was the Bushwick performance where like World of Wonder was like queen to watch Tyler Ashley from like the Bushwick drive <laughs> and I was like with I'll, like this lit and I was like I'll take it yeah sure why not World of Wonder hey girl Shout out to World of Wonder for nothing. Fucking <sighs> So um, speaking of World of Wonder, did you audition for Drag Race this year? No, I have never auditioned for <laughs> Drag Race. You know, maybe maybe it's a, a symptom of being asymptomatic in, 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 in like the like contemporary downtown dance scene where a lot of people just invite you to be into their work or they invite you into the studio to like try some things out yeah <laughs> before you get cast in a performance or a project or whatever cast not even in, invited not um invited. so if i was invited i would maybe do it <laughs> <laughs> also girl like what can you imagine especially nowadays <laughs> what would i be it would turn it- i would be worse than that who was that girl that looked like a little monster? Trixie Mattel. No. Evie Sharon Needles. She's not a famous... She's not a super successful famous one from the show. What season was James, she on? James... Mansfield. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like similar to James Mansfield, but like... Hi, Hi. Bad Boy Benz, he just walked into the house, the number one fashion designer for Baby T Brunch, featuring Tyler Ashley, the Dauphine of Bushwick, and Charlene and Cannon. <laughs> and our... I'm not hitting any messages. I have to send it to get her to make me a fucking dress. <laughs> yeah, girl. So, um, so you're invited on Drag Race. What was your first initial reaction when you walked into the workroom? <laughs> I was like... I was following you, and then I was like, wait, 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 wait. Um, what would I say... Is that what you're asking me? No. I was asking you about your experience there, but what would... My experience getting there was definitely like, oh my God, this is a TV set. Yeah. No fun. Okay. Yeah. There's not four walls in this room. There's two. What was your... What was your... (laughs) Yeah. Or three. There's only one door, and it's both the entrance and the exit. 
Yeah, and RuPaul's and, right in front of it, blocking it. And can they not get a heavier door for that door? It's like or a it wiggles one. the whole frame. Or a taller one. Every time Latrice would have I'm to walk through that door, she has to crouch <laughs> and then go back up because her hair is too high. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh shit. What would what would your entrance be? Your entrance line be? And would you do a split? Oh my god, yes. I don't think I would do a split. What would my entrance line be? Hello, dummies! <laughs> no, I don't know. The I don't dolphin. Know. I guess I would Schwick. just say, welcome to Baby T Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be like way so you're too turning, completely insular, but... Like turning Drag Race into a Baby T moment. Yeah, Baby T brand's expanding. We can allow Drag Race. Baby in. Drag Race, gentlemen. gentlemen. No, I would just be like... Gentlemen. I guess, I think I would say something like... Trans rights. <laughs> Trans I would go in and say <laughs> no, that. No, I I'd think like, trans I think I would say up. something or reference like about like my whole thing is, and why I could also never get on the show, right now. You know, earlier on it was fun because it was like really distinct individual characters. Right. Yeah. You that know, weren't like, modeled out off of anybody from the television show. They were just these they were just weird people. things that <laughs> weird they created. People. Yeah. For themselves, by yeah. themselves, based on their own like drag nights and like performances in their respective like hometowns or where they were living, you know, yeah. like. And it's no offense, like I I have friends that I'm are offended. on it. I have friends <laughs> that will be on it. Like it's it's no Tino shade, but I think it Tino is shade. fun when it's really distinct characters. That isn't just like characters of like everyday people, but characters of like that really live within the drag personas that these people have created. Like James yeah. fucking Mansfield. I mean, <laughs> like Crystal Mesh. I'm just saying, yeah. Someone get her on that show already, because I would do it. Yeah. Just to see what the fuck happens, and to like, <laughs> you know, like you never know. I I tend to be someone like I. I'm a pusher, like yes. we said. Yeah. You never know what's going to come out of things, mm-hmm. you know? Or your ass. Take a new experience and run with it. Take and it. so I would do it. I don't think I'd get very far, but we remember the queens that are there the longest and that went home the soonest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in between, you're like, which episode was that? Yeah, like some <laughs> you know, girl like, who looks like Unless it's like some like really... You know, problematic episode or really dramatic lip sync or something, or like Willem fucking vomits. Yeah, I mean Willem is Willem. Yeah, and also those were the early days. They're not all so distinct from each other anymore. No, which is to me a little bit of magic is lost, and that's something when you go out to local drag shows. Now it's not so much. Now there's an expectation of a certain kind of drag queen. But for a while, and in certain spaces that maintain it through who they book and mm-hmm. stand behind and through who inevitably audiences will fall in love with because they're charismatic, good on a mic, and give mm. kooky performances and have a like character that's distinctive, they will gain following. Like, how did everyone do it before the show? You know what I mean? Like, right. They 
consistent live performances where people who were regulars of the bars and or people who just came to the city for like a getaway weekend or a party weekend fell in love with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and you can find that magic this Sunday at the Rosemont, March 1st, at shows featuring yeah. Tyler Ashley and Patty Spliff. Shows, darling. And we're going to announce that Patty is the wild card for <laughs> season 13. Oh, 12. For season 11. Yeah, All Stars 5. <laughs> Showtime, baby. Wait, yeah. which is being aired on Showtime. Yeah. I can't what get into that. that. I can't get into girl. that. That's like too Wait, much right so now. does that mean, wait, does Showtime have shows? The no, Rosemont we have shows. We, that's us, girl. <laughs> no, but you're Showtime, on and you're right there. Now. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. You're on March shows. First. You're giving shows. <laughs> yes, honey. Oh my god. <laughs> well, uh, listen. Um, before we go, can you tell the children where they can find you on the internet? On and the Marie also- Internet. Oh, Marie Internet. <laughs> the Marie Internet. The Marie Internet. Yes. And also shows coming up that you might have that maybe you want some people to come to. Yeah. Yes. Maybe please, one in particular. Thank you. Um, I'm on Instagram as Tyler J. Ashley. What's the J stand for? James. <gasps> James. Like Elizabeth? Yeah. <gasps> You're the house. You're one of the house of James. Ooh, Good to know. From the house of James, Tyler. If Ashley. I could only, Tyler I, Elizabeth I, James Ashley. Ashley. Love, 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 Liz. Oh, I guess I can say it here. I haven't even updated online. You can come to Baby Tea Brunch at Superfine Restaurant Bar in Dumbo, March fourteenth, mm-hmm. April twenty fifth. April 25th, May 23rd, June 27th. Um, they yeah. will take reservations for any of those shows. Oh, we should just make them follow them. And, um, <laughs> and I will be with these two lovely ladies, obviously, like they said, hmm. May Day, I mean March Day, March 1st, <laughs> Rosemont, uh, with my dear friend and sister, who's always been supportive and an amazing artist, Patty Spliff. Yes. Patricia... Fields. Fields. <laughs> Patricia Fields cookies. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, and, and, yeah. yes, we what? will, yeah. August 2020, soon in the oh, yeah, spring, yeah. we will be announcing the 24 hour. The 24 hour baby team. So if you've heard this, on Fire you, you know before the rest of the world does, yeah. which is quite exclusive, scalding hot tea, mama, <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> And um, if you want to follow our pod and everything that we have coming up and also just like little inside joke videos, also things that we talk about, we sometimes post, um, you can follow us at shows.bk. Also, if you'd like us to upgrade our equipment, which we'd really love to do. Uh, we would love that. Um, please. This thing is janky, y'all. <laughs> I'm kidding. Only I'm actually quite impressed. <laughs> please, please Venmo us at shows.bk. Wait, I actually wanted to shout out somebody who sent us oh, yes, please. some money. Um, um, Kyle, I'd like to shout out Kyle. Thank you so much for sending us Thank five you, Kyle. big whopping dollars, honey. We love you. Thank oh you God, so we much. Can get dinner. Well, one of us can. For Tyler. I'll let you smell. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'll let you smell my dinner. Um, that's all <laughs> you need. I'll let you look at it. That's all you need, doll. <coughs> Oof. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can Venmo us there. You can find me obviously everywhere at BabyLoveBK. Obviously. Yeah, I think on Twitter though I'm like the only BabyLoveBK because somebody stole my handle. Um, yeah. Yeah. Candy. Well, the girls want my mixes. They want my handle. They want my looks. They want my hair. They want my outfits. 
But none of them want to follow me. Yeah, they can't have it. <laughs> and what about you, Miss Juku? I am Juku-ku? I am Harajuku Juku or something like that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Harajuku BK on Instagram. Do you want to see my Harajuku? <laughs> <laughs> and um, this, I, I already know what the ending song is going to be. So, if, Oh, is it going to be Selena? No, Celine. It's Aline. Yeah, it's girl. It's going to be the power of love. Uh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, <laughs> picture you're at a wedding and this gorgeous doll comes up and cracks. No, well, this wasn't at the wedding, right? This was post-wedding? Wait, when did this happen? This was after the wedding. Yeah. At, I was fully like drinking ritual. and eating at a fucking... It oh, was, and then you showed up, turned the blazer around, right. and then you did it. It was a Polish Chinese wedding. So it was you can't all, say that. Like, you can't say that. It was all it was all the like traditional things for both sides the whole time. And so there you were twirling massive. in the middle. That's and crazy. then I was just like, this shit's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, I'm making great time. So glad you're married. I'm like, I've been track show later. Come. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's two hours north of here. <laughs> so like these Polish like, people that don't know English. The, the like, thing was down in like Gowanus. So I had to take a car from Gowanus to Williamsburg because it was at Kinfolk 90. Girl. Too much. Well. <laughs> Enjoy the um, the first time performance. Picture that in your mind, and the grand um, the grand finale featuring the dolphin, the Leona Lewis of Bushwick, <laughs> just bleeding love, honey, bleeding the power of love. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.